What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number nine of the Steve Krebs Show with me, your main man, Stephen Richard Krebs, the first. So many people that I run into in my coaching business, just in life in general, spend a lot of time worrying about shit. They say worry is like making a down payment on a problem that you may never have. Let me say that again. Worry is like making a down payment on a problem that you may never actually experience. And most people don't know, but the human brain works like this. The human brain's default setting is story mode. So I want you to think about that. The human brain's default setting is story mode. Which is why if you're driving down the road and you're not focused on anything, your mind just starts creating stories and scenarios. And most of us have a little miniature version of Stephen King living in our brains, right? It creates scary, nightmarish scenarios and stories, negative thoughts, negative stories. Now, the wildest thing about the human brain is it doesn't really discern between if it's real or not. If it's inside of your head and you can imagine it, a lot of times the body will react like it's real, like the threat is real. It will respond with worry, anxiety, panic, depression, all these things we experience as human beings. So worrying is like putting a down payment on a problem that you may never have. It's like going to the car dealership, looking at a bunch of cars, paying the down payment on it, and then never picking the car up. Like actually never getting the vehicle that you want. But then the rest of your time, you just think about the fact that you put that down payment down and you don't have the car. So you're just miserable. You're pissed off at the world. Now if you think about this, if you worry two hours a day, If you're focusing on stories that aren't true two hours a day, if you have anxiety, any of this shit, two hours a day, at the end of the year, there's a month of your life, a month of that year was spent worrying. Same can be said for social media. If you spend two hours a day on social media, there's another month. The fun part is everybody's first excuse, everyone's first excuse when they're not doing what they said they were going to do is what? Time. Time. I don't have time. Ran out of time. But you're the creator of your time. So we all like to make bullshit statements and excuses about why we don't do the things that we really want to do or the things that will be best for us or the things that will produce the results that we want. We would just rather worry instead because the brain likes to go into story mode. So when you get bored, which is a fun word, we'll talk about that shortly, right? Being bored in this in the world that we live in is insane. There's so many things you can do, so many things to learn, documentaries to watch, books to read, new hobbies, new behaviors, activities, rituals, connecting to people. It's insane. You should never be bored. If you're bored, you're just in your mind choosing to be bored. I'm bored. So you can sit and piss and moan about the fact that you're bored. In my personal experience, in my personal humble opinion, being bored is bullshit. It's just like saying that I don't have time. It's just another reason for your mind to worry. Now, I come from a long line of worry warts. I'm talking about generational. Generational. My mom's 100% Irish. And if you know anything about Irish people, they like to worry. It's kind of like Chicken Little. The sky is falling. A lot of them have worst case scenario brain. 
a lot of people in general have this, but for some reason in that from in that area of the world, superstitious and worst case scenario brain. So I come from a long line of warriors, and I look back at my life from eight or nine years old on, I was a warrior. I worry about everything. Create stories in my mind, create scenarios, create st uh, stories and scenarios about other people and end up getting upset with the people for something that I created in my mind. So they call it the theater of the mind in a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. Famous book. If you haven't read it, check it out. It's pretty wild. And in Psycho-Cybernetics, he talks about the power of the brain and the theater of the mind and where most of this shit is like a projector on a wall. If your mind is projecting the wrong thoughts, stories, ideas, your body will behave accordingly. It will react accordingly. It's like pulling a file out, putting the old floppy disk in the disk drive. Yeah, that's right. I just dated myself there. And then your body reacts according to that story, that set program. Think about that word, program. Your mind has been programmed through reps and reps and reps and experiences and experiences and experience to react and operate a certain type of way. A lot of what we do inside of the way that I coach is reprogramming the mind. Now we can only do that if the client, aka you, is ready and willing to actually do the work required. Can't brainwash people sooner or later, like the person has to choose it. They have to choose it. And by choosing it, what you do is you empower yourself to follow through on it. Now, it's not about taking the home run swing. You're still gonna worry, it's gonna happen. Worrying is part of being human, but the problem is, is that we feed into the worry and then we base stories around the feeling of worry or the idea of worry or the stories around the stories around the stories. So a question I have for you today is how much time are you actually spending in your mind and how much time are you actually present in your real life, in reality, in the things that are happening around you, the things that you're making happen? Being present is a gift and if you ground yourself in the present, all of a sudden the worry goes away and you actually calm yourself down. You breathe easier. You focus on simple things. So here are some of the things that I do to stop worry. Right? Number one is obviously exercise. Exercise, meditation, connecting to my wife or other people that I love, physical touch. Right? So you have exercise, meditation, connection. You also have grounding techniques that you can use. Literal grounding, which is Almost every day I go outside in my backyard and put my feet in the grass and I walk around. That is what grounding is. And for some reason when the human foot, the bare foot, touches the grass, it just creates a sense of calm and connection. Remember, we're living on this big ball of mud that's alive. And we're alive. And if we downplay or ignore the connection that every living thing has, we're kind of setting ourselves up for failure, don't you think? So there's actual grounding, right? There's physical grounding, which is breathing, uh, breathing drills. Outside of meditation, sometimes if I feel like I need to ground myself, I'll put my hand on my heart. I'll do diaphragmatic breathing and just focus on love. That's emotional grounding and physical grounding at the same time. There's also mantra-based grounding, 
which is you just have better self-talk. When you start worrying, you check your fucking self. Nobody else is going to check you. But breathing, meditation, exercise, connection, all these things will help you break out of worry. Now, the only way this is going to work long-term is if you guys get your reps in, right? If and when you feel the worry set in, that's when you actually have to move on it quickly. You have to move on it quickly. It's like an intruder came into your house and literally you sit back and go, oh, I'll just deal with that later. Well, while this motherfucker is ransacking your home, stealing your shit and getting ready to kill you, you're just acting like it's not there. And that's what most people do. Or they just invite the intruder down, sit down and have a meal, feed him, let him get his energy up so he can really kick your ass. That's your relationship with worry right now, with anxiety. We're talking about worry. Same difference, but anxiety is really connected to worry. I believe it's interwoven. They're interconnected. It's just, the, 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 they could be the same thing. I've also heard the analogy that worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair. Sometimes it feels good, but it gets you nowhere. So we have all these great quips and sayings, but at the end of the day, you have to look at your life and go, okay, how much time am I actually spending doing this? Audit your day, audit your week, audit your month. Awareness precedes change. So if you start looking at your life and go, holy shit, here's this thing that I keep worrying about. Then get inside your journal and write that shit out. Get clear on why it's in your head. Get clear on why you're worrying about it. What is it doing for you? Is it even serving you? And if not, why do you continue going there? Okay, cool. You don't want to go there anymore. Next step. What are you going to do to remove the thought? What are you going to do to remove the idea or the story around that feeling of worry? How are you going to face it? What are you going to do to handle it? Once you handle it, well, guess what? Action alleviates anxiety, but only 100% of the time. So if you think about that, we're playing the simplest form of the game. Life is going to kick you in the balls enough on its own. Can we agree on this? Life is going to create its own problems. It just will. Why are we helping it? Why are you helping the universe, God, whatever it is? You're going to run into obstacles and problems regardless of what you're doing. The harder you push, the more obstacles, the more problems, the more stress you're going to have. Because you're not sitting still in a chair expecting things to just happen. That's just going to happen. And we need to be ready. We need our minds primed to actually handle real problems when people in our lives get sick or pass away. But when things are good, why is it that you create problems? Like, why do you choose to allow your brain your asshole amygdala to jump in, go into storytelling mode, or make you go into fight or flight every fucking chance it gets. The body doesn't know the difference between a perceived threat, a fake threat, or a real threat. If you believe that it's a threat, then you are fucked. Have you ever had an anxiety attack, a panic attack? I have multiple times. My body doesn't know the difference. Can't breathe, my heart's skipping beats. At one point, my whole left side of my face went numb. My tongue went numb. I thought I was stroking the fuck out. My body doesn't know the difference because the mind and body are one. Stop trying to separate that shit. Stop trying to make excuses for why you worry. Well, that's just who I am. Well, as long as you believe that story, that's exactly who you're going to believe. B, because you are exactly what you believe yourself to be and who you believe yourself to be. The brain is so fucking beyond powerful. 
We can't even fully understand it. So stop telling yourself that this is the way I am, so this is how I behave. You're empowering the story. You're, you're actually disempowering yourself to change your situation in life. This could be with money. This could be relationships, anything. The more you just say, well, this is how I am. Well, that's a bullshit excuse. And now you are pretty much imprisoning yourself in that behavior, thought, story, idea. I promise you that you have the power to change any aspect of your life because life happens inside of our fucking brains guys nothing is happening to you life happens for you you don't have to you get to it's small shifts in your mindset around every aspect of life that are going to truly change i promise you that so i have this group of young bucks that i'm coaching 22 young men literally today their assignment was to watch one of my videos about money they watched one of my videos about money. And earlier in, the, uh, in the, the, the lead up to this, they also had to read two books, The Richest Man in Babylon and Automatic Millionaire. My job as their coach, whether they're paying me or I'm doing it for free, is to help them shift their mindsets and build skill sets so they can create a life that they're actually proud of. And everyone's different. It's not just about money, guys. There's plenty of people that have more money than I will ever make in my entire life that are absolutely miserable. They would trade lives with me in a heartbeat because I have freedom. I have a beautiful, sexy wife. We have an incredible sex life. We travel all over. I have great clients. I love what I do. I'm building different businesses. I'm creating. They're stuck in a fucking uh, circle. So it's not about comparison, comparing your guy, yourselves, guys. I'm fucking talking circles here. Comparison is a thief of joy. So it's not about comparing yourself. It's not. What I'm, what the, the, the reason that I'm bringing this up is that, guys, these are young men in this group that were anxious about money, anxious about getting on video and talking, anxious about all these things because they fed the stories of worry of what might other people think of me. Biggest fear in the world is social disconnection or not being accepted. You guys got to understand that. That's why most people have trouble getting up on stage in front of people in public speaking or getting on a video or a Facebook Live, or putting yourselves out there. It's very difficult at first. When you realize that none of it fucking matters is when you'll actually start to go hard to share your truth and to feel worthy of all that shit. It's not about other people. You have to master your own mind first. You have to limit the amount of worry. You have to limit the amount of anxiety by just moving on the shit that you actually want. The more you wait, the more anxiety you'll have. The more you sit and, and fail to act, the more you will worry. Think about the last time that you really needed to have a conversation, an important conversation with someone. Could be your significant other. And you really had something you wanted to talk about, but you put it off because you were actually afraid of how they would react. Now, the crazy part is, is that then the, the, the situation gets worse and worse because your worry then becomes scenarios and how they're going to behave and how they're going to respond and how they're going to react to when you actually say it. So then in your mind, you've already created a hundred different ways that they've reacted and then you're actually treating them differently because of those stories. I've done this myself. And what I found in my experience is when I have an issue with someone, like let's say Bri and I, and I just go talk to her about it immediately, it completely removes any chance of us fighting about it. 
because I talk to her in a very calm, clear manner. We communicate clearly. We give each other turns. There's no fighting. We're not fucking 12-year-olds. We're not throwing fits. We're not being little assholes about it. It's simple. You communicate clearly and you avoid all the bullshit, all the fighting, all the miscommunication. There's nothing wrong with you just telling people what you want, what you feel, what your non-negotiables are. This is your life. And too many people are scared to live life on their own terms. So they create these weird fucking symbiotic relationships where they need the other person to be happy. I need this person. I need you. Listen to half the fucking love songs. It's all about how am I going to live without you and all this bullshit. And it puts this false sense of what love is in our minds. Love has nothing to do with requiring another person to be happier to feel normal. That is insanity. Because what happens when this person removes themselves from your life? You are miserable, depressed, crazy, heartbroken. And I've been through that shit, so I understand it. But nobody taught me these tools. I didn't know how to deal with this shit. I didn't realize that there were billions of people in the world. And I was going to find somebody like my wife that I could connect with and fall in love with and have like the greatest relationship ever. There is that person for you out there. But you have to tell them your truth. You have to communicate what you actually want. You have to be clear about what you want first. Most people don't know what the fuck they want. So they work all week in a job they hate and party all weekend long and wonder why they're depressed. They eat shit, drink shit, smoke shit, pop shit, watch shit, and then wonder why their lives are shit. Most people require much less than all the marketers in the world are trying to tell you you need to be happy. I guarantee you you could be happy with much less than you already have right now if you just had the ability to be confident, clear, communicate, tell your truth, speak your truth, connect to people more deeply, feel better about yourself by just having confidence of being a truth sayer. But it's not that easy. It's easy to talk about it. Now I've done this, so for me, it's simple. If, I, if I'm upset with someone and I don't talk to them, what happens? I worry. If there's something in work that I need to do, but I let the little bitch part of my brain step in, I don't do it, what happens? I worry. And the list goes on and on and on. And then think about all the time that you spend after not doing that thing that would just make everything better. Then you think about not doing that shit for the rest of the day, beat yourself up, have negative self-talk, end up feeling worry and anxiety, and it just piles on top of itself. That's how you get overwhelmed. And this all happens right in between your fucking ears and that little bean that we call a brain. A lot of it's learned. A lot of it's just human nature. But the cool part about being human is that we can reprogram our minds. Guys, I was once 295 pounds, depressed. I hid. That's what the weight was for me. I was unhappy, sad. I I dated people that were not good for me because of that. And now look at my life. I'm 39 years old. My businesses are fucking bumping. I live in Miami most of the year. I get to travel home to hang out with my family. I work less than I've ever worked before, but I'm more on fire than I've ever been. This is not me bragging. It's me showing you that this can be done. From depressed and on depression medication, on fucking Xanax, on all this shit that Wellbutrin and all, not Wellbutrin, but whatever the fuck it was when I was in my mid-20s, they put me on a bunch of anti-anxiety and depression medications, and I felt nothing For like a month, I was a fucking zombie. And it was all happening in my mind. And instead of somebody teaching me how to handle it, they just fed me fucking pills. 
So I understand if you're depressed or sad or down. I understand what that feels like. I've been there. If you're heavy, I've been there. If you're by yourself or lonely, I've been there. If you're in a fucked up relationship, I've been there. If, you've, if you're poor right now, been there. Fucked up relationship with your family, been there. So you guys got to understand I'm speaking from experience, man. I'm speaking from experience. Worrying will get you nowhere. It's like making a down payment on a fucking problem that you might never experience. Cut the bullshit. Stop sitting around and being bored, air quotes. Stop wasting your life and your time worrying or fucking around on social media. Go do shit that matters. So I started this Young Bucks group, 100% free. It's taking up a lot of my time. But guess what? I'm motivated by it. And I'm going to create an entire program around it. For young men and women in separate groups. Being mentored by me at 10 times less the price per month. $500 a month this program will be moving forward. And I'm putting together the best program that I've ever put together. Large group style. Why? Because I'm fucking motivated. I'm inspired to help people. I want to see people change their mindset. The world is in a really weird place. And a lot of people want to play the victim role. Point fingers, talk shit about other people, be negative, be jealous. And I just want no part of that. I want to wake up every day and feel on fire and focused. And the thing is, is I don't wake up feeling that way every day. A lot of days I wake up feeling like shit and I'm tired and I'm nervous or I'm worried. And then I have to go through my morning routine to get my head out of my ass. It's okay to feel bad for yourself for a second, but then if you don't move on it, it's okay to worry for a second, but if you don't change the thought, if it's okay to be anxious once in a while, but if you don't take action, then it's on you. And the beautiful part of ownership is then you can change it because it is all up to you. Unless you live in a place where you can't make free decisions, then you don't have a right to fucking complain. And if you make more than $35,000 a year, you are the 1% of the world. Everybody wants to point at the point zero 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 one percent the wealthy of the United States, the elite, and blame everything on them. The majority of the United States uh, millionaires are self-made right now. First generation self-made. So stop the bullshit stories about what, how bad wealthy people are, how bad rich people are, and do something. The majority of people that have amassed wealth in their life do shit. They create jobs for other people. They're helping other people. But then poor people just want to whine and complain and get free fucking handouts and wonder why there's a disparity between the haves and the have-nots. It's the do and the do-nots. There's the fucking difference. So don't sit back and not take action and make pussy-ass excuses and then point your finger at everyone else and, and complain about how your life is. This is why millennials are getting a bad rap. The 22 guys that are in my group are fucking machines. Those kids are working their asses off. They're not looking for a safe space. They're putting in fucking work. So stop labeling other people and handle your own shit. Stop saying being rich people are bad and actually create wealth for yourself, whatever you define that as. For you, that might be 100 grand a year, and that's enough. It, it's not for me to say whether it's, whether it's right or wrong. But while you're sitting back hating on other motherfucking people and creating problems for yourself, these people are actually doing shit that matters. Now, am I saying that every wealthy person in the world is a great person? No, there's assholes everywhere, okay? If we play the law of averages, one out of four, asshole. 
That's okay. I'm not going to worry about those people because I can't control them. I'm going to run them over like a motherfucking bulldozer. They're not allowed inside of my mind. The end. We need to toughen up. You need to toughen the fuck up. That's the truth. You need a little tough love today. That's why I'm pissed off because at the end of the day, there's too many people that sit back and they're waiting for life to happen for them. They're waiting for their big break, but they're not working. That's how big breaks happen. That's how you put money in the bank. That's how you create more love in your life is you invest in yourself and other people and you create shit that matters. So if you're worried all the time, it's on you. You have the ability to stop it. I just gave you the blueprint on how to create a pathway out of that shit, out of anxiety. It works. How do I know? Because I do it every fucking other day. Some days I wake up and it's all fucking unicorns, puppy dogs, and balloons floating around. It's great. Other days I wake up and I feel like I'm coming up from the fucking drowning underwater. If I don't do my rituals, if I don't clear my mind space, if I don't go for walks, I don't breathe, I don't put my feet in the grass, I don't snuggle brownie crabs, my dog, I don't hug my wife and smooch her up and look at her naked body and go, ooh, I'm lucky, then I end up being a grumpy fucking dickhead, victim, whiny little bitch just like you do. So if this is too harsh, you may not want to listen to this ever again or follow me or get my coaching because this is kind of how it goes. But I also match that same intensity with love and empathy and appreciation for the work that my people are doing. So if you're a young man or woman from the ages of 21 to 35 and you want to jump into the next 30-day sprint, full immersion, 100% free coaching program, then shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram letting me know why you want into the program. I'm taking 25 into the next batch and we will separate the guys and the girls. So if we get enough women, they'll have their own group. And then obviously the next batch of guys. This will probably be the last time that this program is free on the front end. There's just too much value in it. Once you make it through the 30 days, you may or may not be invited into the program at $500 a month, which is 10 times less than what I charge for my coaching on a regular basis. That's not for me to impress you with how much money I charge people. It's called results, motherfuckers. I get people results. I help people move on shit. I push them. I hold them accountable. I coach and consult at the highest fucking level. Promise you that. So if you fall into that age category, then reach out. If you're outside of it and you're looking for a coach, well, then there's other options. But this program's not for you. The Young Bucks program, Young Businessmen, Young Business, Young Billionaires, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's for young hustlers, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that want to take their life, their relationships, their mindset to another level. If you're outside of that age group, then just reach out if you want to get coaching and we'll take it from there. It's simple. At the end of the day, the decision is yours. You can sit on the sidelines or you can play in the game. And I'll tell you one thing right now. It's much more fun to play in the game. That's all I got for you guys today. This episode, episode number nine, is brought to you by STA Elite. It's the reason my videos look so fresh. It's the reason my podcast gets out there. It's the reason my funnels are so on point that I have millions and millions of views on all my videos. It's the most elite marketing company on the planet and i'm not just saying that because i'm a part owner of it it's just the fucking truth so you guys have a wonderful day that's all i got for you this episode number nine of the steve krebs show i'm out of here motherfuckers